Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Um, before we start this episode, we would like to um, send our condolences to the families of Jeff Gladney that passed away a few days ago in a car accident. And just a few minutes ago, we heard about Marion Barber III. Um, Jeff Gladney was 25. Marion Barber III was um, 38. They both very young and, you know, it's just hurts my soul because what's going on with these football players passing away lately. Um, to also, Dwayne Haskins as well, um, if I didn't mention that. But um, uh, is there anything you want to speak on, speak on that, Kyle, before uh, we, we uh, start to start to start the actual episode? Yeah, there's a definitely condolences to the, to the families. Um, it's like it's really rare where you see i guess like in concession so many you know known athletes um pass away like this and it's not you know in, in two of the cases you know it was you know accidental you know so it's definitely um you know a crazy thing to, to happen so you know frequently in the past couple of like, couple of months or something like that that these guys have passed and the, the last two within you know a couple of weeks so yeah, this it's it's a crazy world out here, bro. <laughs> Definitely is. And um make sure that you that um regardless of anything, um your loved ones, make sure you tell your loved ones you love them and make sure that, uh you don't take life for granted for what it is. Um now that I said that, let's start the episode. Um Jets, they actually did some <clears throat> excuse me, they actually did some OTAs today. Um shout out to Krista because Krista was invited by um the just organization. I saw her take some pictures with uh took a picture with Woody Johnson. Um they they wasn't supposed to do no 11 on 11s, but they end up doing that. Zach Wilson had some bad throws to uh Garrett Wilson. I think uh I think it was Mims and a couple of other receivers. I think Elijah Moore, he went one to five to start it off, and then he finished it off with two or three. I heard a good a good thing about Flacco um connecting with Barrios on a um deep play for a touchdown and Mike White didn't do so well. Um, but it's good that they that they actually starting it off. I heard the offense um is rusty, but they need to, you know, but they working on something. So um so how you feel so how you feeling so far about the OTAs? Yeah, I'm feeling good so far. You know, it's it is the beginning. Um my thing the the biggest concern is you know, the, the people being out there, you know what I mean? So mm. as long as I know, I haven't heard anything about, you know, anyone that's not, you know, looking to participate. So to me, that's the, the biggest factor, you know, obviously there's going to be some rust coming on, you know, uh, starting, starting off the year. But to me, I think the participation right now is, is the key factor. I, I agree with you. Um, we did. We did. Well, I did hear some things. Um, the first thing that I will say is about because I know because I know that uh that you'll be excited for Kyle is uh, Denzel Mims. Um, he is he is in great shape, and not just being in great shape, but also, um, they they basically he's doing what he can to to be on the team. So how you feel on that, Kyle? Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what what we can get from Mims. You know, um. You know, his first two years, you know, has been shaky ones. And, you know, I think a lot of it was the circumstance, you know, um, the f first couple of years, you know, he definitely had some injury issues and not being able to really have full camps. 
Um, and then, you know, the first year being on the, the Adam Gase, so I'm definitely, you know, he, if anything, he probably, you know, regressed a little bit, you know, you know, during, during that time there. And um, I also know, you know, with him having, you know, at the time, I know he had a, a, a young baby and who knows, you know, what type of toll that took on him in terms of if he was taking care of, you know, the, helping to take care of the child. Because I know with myself having to, you know, those first early years can be definitely brutal on you. And, you yes. know what I mean? I, I'm not a professional athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, whatever, you know, like lack of sleep or whatever that's going on with him, depending on how he's, you know, dealing with that, it could definitely take a toll, you know, you know, on you both physically and mentally. Yeah, no, I'll definitely agree with you on that one because as as um, many know that I have a three-year-old, three-year-old, he turns four on Sunday and my daughter turns um, two on in July. Like sometimes my sleeping is crazy and yeah <laughs> and you know this week you know sometimes the men they eat they eat as much as the uh they they mother they child <laughs> so they gaining that uh that father weight too especially if they don't get it together so i can understand 100 but all in all it's good to see that mems is very serious about trying to stay with the team and i, I expect to, to see a lot more of him in the preseason um we also heard about uh, Makai Becton and uh, Fant. They said they will not make announcements on the left tackle, right tackle, who's going to play on the left, who's going to play on the right. Is that a good decision? Um, I, I think they're not going to make it until, like, training camp starts, something like that. Yeah, I definitely um, agree with that. Just, um, you know, they're, they're a young team that, you know, is looking to accomplish some things, you know, you know, moving forward. So I think the, at the end of the day, the, the competition, you know, um, would be uh, a good thing for, for, you know, for both players, even though, you know, fans are veteran, I think, um, you know, it'll definitely benefit Makai in terms of just uh, the type of attitude, you know, that you, you know, it had help him like just push him, you know, to, you know, try to do as best as he can, you know, knowing that he has a, a, a very skilled veteran that's, you know, vying for, you know, the spot that he played in. So I, I think the, the competition should be good. Yeah. Um, and Makai Becton, you know, I think he's, I think he got a, a lot of weight on his back because he calls himself the big bus, big bus 77. So I just think that, um, we're going to see a lot of Beckman, hopefully, like, even though we saw him and he looks good losing that weight, we hoping that he could play this whole season because, you know, he definitely needs the, um, the protection. Um, Zach Wilson definitely going to need that protection. Um, also, it seems like Pinnock is, um, is taking, it's taking a lot of first team reps and um, Marcus Joyner, um, he was working with the first team defense, but it seems like Pinnock is getting a lot of snaps. Does that mean that Pinnock could be taken over in that safety position? Um, that, that is a possibility. Um, I'm saying with the fact of, um, you know, Marcus May leaving, he was the only real solidified starter last year in that secondary. I mean, you know, from the, from the standpoint of the safety. So, 
to me at this point, I think it's just an open competition and, you know, the best man up is going to get the spot. I, I definitely agree with you. And, you know, not only that, it just seems, it just seems like we got competition all over the field. And last but not least, um, Salah said about uh, Sauce Gardner, um, he he got to he got to be able to take that that uh <laughs> that spot that starting position spot from um Hall. Could you could you agree with that? Because even if even if even if Sauce wasn't um gonna take Hall's you know Hall spot, I feel like Sauce is still gonna be out there regardless, depending on what type of um defense he runs. Yeah, I I I actually think um. I actually think it would probably be more beneficial, um, you know, in certain cases for, you know, Sauce to be uh, in the spot and have, uh, you know, whole um, kind of play like almost like a, a third safety type of position or a slot to it because since he's a bigger frame guy um, who plays very well in the box, um, I think that he would um, be better suited, you know, for possibly covering, uh, you know, tight ends and stuff out of out of um, out of the backfield. So, mm. um, but I, to be quite honest, you know, this this is a passing league, so the chances are uh, I can see, you know, all three of them to some degree being off the field at the same time because uh, just the way the league is, you know, turned into a passing league. Right. I definitely, definitely agree with you on that one, man. And yeah, I, we, we'll, def, I think we'll know more once, once, uh, you know, that training camp open up and that preseason comes, I feel like we'll know where we'll see Hall and where we'll see uh, Sauce Gardner. Either way, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this team, regardless. Absolutely. As I said, there's definitely um a lot of optimism that should be um had going into this year because of just the the pieces that we've the pieces that we've added and just the type of energy and chemistry that we've seen you know with this team you know with players and stuff going to like jets and rangers games and you know just that type of camaraderie that you know helps to build good chemistry on teams I definitely agree with you. And, you know, when we figure out some more, we'll definitely let y'all know. But I don't think we had too many Jets news. Um, I know we had a little football here and there. So let's speak on that. Um, wow. The contract I wasn't expecting, the extension, was um, David Goku. He signed the four-year, I think, $56 million deal. Um, I know Austin Hooper is still getting paid, and I think he's still with the team if I – if you know, if I'm correct. So what made them, what made the uh, Browns wanted to do this deal, Kyle? Cause I, I just feel like it's very weird that, that like your highest paying players is, is in a tight end position on that team. Um, I, you gotta remember, I guess before some of the other additions and like, I think, you know, whatever issues he was having, you know, like he was definitely a promising, um, young tight end coming up, you know, I know there was talks at the time about, you know, people saying that the Jets should get him, you know what I mean? So uh, he's definitely a talent. And I think at the end of the day, when it turns to, when it comes to turn to signing certain people, you know, you're going to have to pay a certain level of uh, 
you know, of salary based on just how the other contracts in the league are going. So uh, I think a combination of the two kind of just put him in a good place where he was able to get that type of contract. Yeah. Um, I feel like he, I feel like he, he deserved, he deserved the contract because I know they was getting into it about this contract thing for a long time. And I think with Austin, Hoop, when Austin Hooper uh, side, I felt like he was about to leave, but. Yeah. He's I, not, I don't think, I don't think he's on the team anymore. I'm looking at the depth chart. He's not, he's not on the team no more. I don't think so. I know I I didn't know if he was on the team or not. I just know. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. That's tough for me to uh let me check. Um Austin Hooper. Um oh he plays for the uh the Titans. Excuse me. So okay. yeah, yeah, it says he played for the Titans. So yeah, they needed the tight end. It just seems it just seems like when they gave Austin Hooper the contract. You know, it just uh, it just made it seem like uh, he was going to be gone, but he's still there, shockingly. Um, speaking of that, you know, Deshaun Watson's case, I'm, I'm hearing rumors he might be uh, suspended for the whole year. I mean, like a whole year. So either way, they still have to deal with Baker, and Baker not going to have no other choice but to play. Um, as I'm hearing that a 23rd person – Put out a civil civil lawsuit. You thought you thought the situation would be over, but it's not. Um, if he is suspended for the whole year, Kyle, um, how's that going to affect Baker and um, not just Baker, but the whole team and chemistry? Because but you know Baker wants to leave. Yeah, that's a as I said, that's a very sticky situation. Um, as I said, as far as the the suspension that. That one is going to be hard to believe if all of the criminal aspects of the cases are being dismissed. Like, mm. I don't see how at that point you can suspend someone, especially for the entire year, if no uh, grand jury has, um, you know, accepted any of those cases. So that's that's going to be a funny situation if they do suspend them. Um, Right. As far as Baker's concerned, um, he they they're gonna answer. That's that's gonna be a real ugly thing to me. You know and I'm saying based on the fact that you he was very open on how he felt in regards of the team going out and getting Watson. You know, especially under the conditions, because there was a possibility of he getting suspended. So pretty much, mm. Cleveland said, "Yo, like." We know that, but we're still going to go in that direction. Right. That to yeah. me is almost like a double slap in the face to Baker when when you think of that. Of course, then it's like, okay, yeah, if he is suspended, yeah, well, you're still going to play for us, and you know you. But you know, obviously, when that's over, you're gone. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy. That's a crazy and a sticky situation. Um, that's very crazy. When we know more on the Watson case, we thought it was over, but it's not over. We'll definitely let you know. Um, another in other news, um, Hakeem Nick, Hakeem Hicks side with the Bucks, uh, one year, ten million dollar deal. Um, in your opinion, Kyle, what do you think Hicks could bring to that Buccaneers team? Um, just added uh added death and good death at that, you know. Um I guess. Who knows? I'm not sure whether if um, 
if uh, a Donovan can sue might be, you know, on his way out or whatever. So maybe that's a, a, a possibility of why they picked him up. But if he stays, you know, that just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Another, uh, another uh, dominant piece to, to that, that defense. So Right. It's, it's a good signing. Yeah, the signing is very decent. Um, you can never get enough of uh, <laughs> of finding ways to to get Brady his last championship ring uh, run before he hopefully finally retires if he if he wants to retire because it just seems like the man going to play till he's sixty years old. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's just crazy. But at the same time. Um, it's a greatest it's a great addition for that team. And um hopefully it'll, you know, if Hicks does well and wins that championship with the Bucks, then you know, Hicks probably could get maybe one more good deal with a different team. Um, and also Kyler Murphy. Uh surprisingly, he came to OTAs, even though the you know the contract situation with the cards. Um, is that the right thing for Murray to do and why? Yeah, I, I think it is a good the good thing for him to do because honestly, um, though he has played well in spots, I I don't think that he's in a real great position to um, kind of like dictate things. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's not someone who's um, been a quarterback and, you know, brought the team to multiple playoffs and, you know, have playoff wins and stuff like that. So that makes it harder to be, you know, a person that's looking to say, okay, well, this is what I want and this is how I want it when you don't have that on your resume. Right. And also I think for me, this is going to be a make a make or break year for Kyler Murphy. Because if you really look at it, even though they lose in Hopkins for eight games, you got to be able to find a way to win games with Hollywood Brown. And if he could get it together and at least take the team to like maybe the divisional round or NFC championship game, maybe there'll be some, some site like, okay, this is our quarterback. Um, this is our quarterback. And let's, let's just give him the deal, give him the deal that he wants, you know, just because GM said, yeah, we want you that, that doesn't guarantee nothing because like I said, that 23 class is, is is looking very very bright and i'm hearing six or seven qbs might be going in the first round so i don't don't sleep on it <laughs> yeah that I, I i've been hearing you know some things about next year's draft so that that definitely plays a a, a factor and and a, and a couple of teams you know in terms of how they deal with their quarterback situation this year Right, exactly. So I think we'll definitely we'll figure out more. Um, I think we'll definitely we we'll figure out more with Kyler Murray and um not just Kyler Murray, but also uh the Cardinal situation. But this is a make or break year for my in my opinion for Kyler Murray. Um what's the name? What I was gonna really say, and also I have heard <laughs> um the Steelers defensive uh defensive and Stefan to it retired. That was about a few hours ago. Um, I mean, the Steelers' defense will always be good, but um, you know, to 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 make it at twenty nine is still still decent, you know, in my opinion, Kyle. Because 
it's not many players that that act that don't get to make it a year. You know, look at Jakai Polite. No, no shade to him, but <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it was just speaking realness. Um, congratulations on a successful uh, I guess a successful um, yeah, career and and there it go. And also uh, Judy Judy's uh case uh Judy charges got dismissed, which is a very good news for the Broncos. Yeah, that's that's definitely um, good news, and I'm I'm, I'm happy that uh, you know whatever situation that was, you know they were able to uh, they were able to uh, you know fix that and get him to a position where you know he's not facing any problems with that. So you know, I'm very ha- happy for him. Yeah, um, I'm happy for him as well because. This will be the year that he will have a career year with Russell Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson is gonna Russell Wilson is gonna put him put him in that spotlight to shine. So I I think I think this will be an amazing year for for the kid. So yeah, hopefully hopefully uh Wilson tell him don't don't do what he did again and you know let's and hopefully they'll make some moves together. But I think that is it as of right now. That's it for now, right, Kyle? Yeah, that's um I think that was yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> All right. Um we'll be right back and when we come back, we'll have a guest for y'all. Um this kind of was kind of surprising because <laughs> we we thought we wouldn't do it, but I'll, I'll explain more when we get when we get back. So give us 15 seconds we'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back to the episode. Um, we got a we got a special guest for y'all. Uh this uh I just know this person right here, he's a good person. Um, he invited myself and Kyle to um to his podcast. Well, we was on the Facebook on on the live and we did the pregame, but not just um the Jess, but the best um Jess versus Bills. And we did it uh twice on both games um on the overdue bill. It's overdue bills podcast. Uh Matt, what's going on, Matt? How you feeling? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, the the weather's starting to break, knock on wood. So getting into that summertime. I uh, don't want to let it go by too fast because football season, you know, is around the corner then. So, but yeah, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, that's 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 cool. That's cool, you know. And um, my thing is, is that we we need to speak on uh this Von Miller. Um, how you feel about the Von Miller signing? I know it was about to get six years, one hundred twenty million. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like Von Miller. I, I don't think he's gonna survive for that long. But um, I feel like maybe a good two, three years and, you know, and every year, every year after that, you know, see what happens just due to his age. But how, how do you feel about the signing? Hey, you know, I, I think uh, everybody here in Buffalo lo- loves the signing. Um, I know, like, initially when that when that number and the years came out, everybody was like, whoa, because we, we were kind of on the same boat with his age. And, you know, he got hurt a couple of years ago. But when you really look into it, uh, you know, he's playing on a contract. His guaranteed money, I believe, was $57 million of that 120 So, you know, and, that, and it's very front-loaded. So it's, it's uh, you know, I'm sorry, the guaranteed money is front-loaded. So he'll get that mm-hmm. in the first three years. So we're essentially getting them for about uh, 
16 to 18 million a year for those three years. So I think that's the window they're really looking at that, that those years and the number was just a, a huge thing to give him an incentive to play. If he was, if he is productive, we're all, we're all loving it here though in Buffalo, as far as just getting the name here. And that's, you know, that's kind of what we were missing was a, a dominant edge rusher. Right. Um, so that, that signing being added to, you know, the number one defense in football last year is, is huge. Uh, so we're definitely loving it over here. You know, the Von Miller signing. Go right ahead, Kyle. Jose, outside of um, the Von Miller signing, are there any um, uh, particular off-season signings that you, that, uh, that stands out to you in terms of, um, you know, some of the other players? Well, I mean, you guys know this guy well, uh, and Jamison Crowder, right? Um, you know, yeah. 100 catch receiver. Uh, we lost an all pro in Cole Beasley. So I think that, you know, Jamison Crowder comes in and fills that role. You know, I don't, I don't think we're going to miss a beat in that role. But also there's, you know, the emergence uh, of Gabe Davis that kind of put that into question. But just to have those, those weapons all on offense, that, that Jamison Crowder definitely stuck out to me. He could be a nice safety, safety valve for Josh. Yeah, um, I, I I just feel like Crowder he knows how to make the plays when the plays count and um sure yeah so I just felt like even though y'all released Cole Beasley which which I which I which I like very much but you know Crowder uh, I didn't want him to sign with y'all to be honest but yeah it is what it is at at that point um let's let's speak on the draft because I feel like. Y'all actually did good in the draft, which was um, shocking to me because I thought maybe y'all was going to draft a running back in the first round, but you ended up uh, drafting James Cook, which is Dalvin Cook's brother. Um, what what do you expect out of it? Because I feel like, because, you know, we spoke on it on the Overdue Bills podcast on Facebook um, that day, y'all needed a running back <laughs> in order to make things happen for that offense. Um, how, did, how did you feel about that? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, in the beginning, I, I didn't think that I – and mean, we, we were all big on Brees Hall, and you, got, you guys just so happened to get Brees Hall. So that was, that was our kind of favorite pick, the consensus when we did our pre-draft shows. Uh, me, Sam, and the guys, we, we loved Brees Hall. And then to get James Cook where we got him, uh, you know, it was – it took a, it took a minute to be like, all right, this, this would be good. Then you start seeing, uh, you know, the intangibles just – just uh, being able to catch passes and, and being Dalvin's brother, being a very explosive player, he could be the home run guy we need at that position to complement Motor um, in this upcoming season. So that that was a that was a really good pick for sure. Uh, as far as far as that goes, I mean, here in Buffalo, we we kind of our our GM we, we feel like he can't do any wrong. So regarding the rest of the draft, um, I mean, it it just seems like he. He makes his money in late round picks, or at least that's how it's been the last couple of years. So some of the guys are like, "Man, who is that?" Or you know, uh, you know who, you know. And then he comes out, comes out to you know a year or two later to end up being a star like a Gabe Davis and uh, uh, you know like a Matt Milano, those type of guys that have drafted in the past, and Deion Dawkins, guys that he's drafted in the later rounds. They they tend to be home runs. So this, like you said, uh, you know, you think we did really good in the draft that the first. First round pick was obviously great in Kyer Elam. He's a guy he could he could be a shutdown corner, and then uh, you know stealing James Cook in a lot of the NFL media's opinion, and then just uh, throughout the rest of the draft, it's just just guys. I feel like 
some of them you can plug and play or hey we can we have the uh, the luxury of holding on to a couple of positions and de- developing them down the line right I, I understand that and you know my thing was that you know when when uh I think I think not only saw y'all y'all reaction but other Bills fans reaction when when <laughs> when Joe Douglas snatched uh Brees Hall was just like oh my god like why like it was just like a wide moment and you know i was just like yeah that there, there goes that you know <laughs> no nah, uh, no for sure man for sure yeah so it was just a little it was just a little funny coincidence uh, uh hand in hand but yeah y'all i think y'all still got a nice little still and um from james cook and you know we'll definitely see what happens we'll go right ahead cop um I was going to speak more so, I guess, on the uh, you, know, you guys' first round pick. You know, I heard you said that um, that you're you're happy with him. Um, honestly, from my aspect, I, I was actually surprised that you guys um, uh, selected him. Not more so for just the overall talent, but I, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think his his biggest um, his biggest, uh, as I say, memorable moment was him throwing the shoe in that championship game. So, um, like having that type of a breakdown and a big moment, <laughs> like that kind of surprised me that you picked him. But other than that, you know, I think he was um, a, a decent talent. So, um, I would say, what what initially was your was your thoughts when the the pick first went in? Was there anybody else that you thought that um that they could have uh selected at that position or at that at that um at that time? Well, you know, I know we were talking about it in the group chat all day. Uh, for for whatever reason, uh, Nicobe Dean fell pretty far um down the list. So we we were all thinking, oh, you know, we could really use a linebacker. I don't know why he's fallen so far, but also we really did need a corner and. Um, another hot pick we were kind of maybe leaning on. It was like a luxury. It would have definitely been another luxury pick was a wide receiver, but all all of the wide, all the big wide receivers got taken immediately. You know what I mean? They, they were flying off the board. You guys got one of them. My guy, Garrett Wilson, I'm a big Ohio State guy. So you'll be, you'll, you guys would be pleasantly uh, surprised with him. I think he's going to have a good season or just, just be a good receiver overall for you guys. Uh, but initially, um, I, the bill, the Bills media, they they did a great job showing, really, uh, you know, the kind of, I I, I know that that in, that occurrence where he threw his shoe, you know, it didn't look like he'd be like a, a Bills process guy, like a, a one of one of the guys that are fit in our locker room, but they did a really good job in showing his pre-draft interviews, and then also, you know, immediately he gets on the phone with a with Sean McDermott and uh, his his cornerback coach. And he's like, hey, make sure they have the playbook on the plane. I'm ready to go to work. You know what I mean? That that type of guy is the type of guy that they love in Buffalo. So yeah. that I, I as soon as, as soon as I saw that, I understood completely. And also the guy can play. You know, he can he can he's a, he's an older guy, which Brandon Bean likes to draft those uh senior guys. He does it does a lot of due diligence at the senior bowl and and gets gets guys that are older and can, you know, have 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 played against some of the top tier talent in the SEC over those four years. Right. Um, yeah. I just say, I, I just think, you know, just to my, you know, just to my opinion, I think y'all, I think y'all on the right track, you know, and y'all losing that, that heartbreaker against um, the Grim Reaper, um, Mahomes. It, it just, shows, <laughs> it just shows <laughs> a lot. It shows a lot for, for um, your team 
especially not just for now, but just for the future. And I think, I think, I think y'all did the good, you know, the right thing in the draft. I, in all honesty, just as a Jets fan, I'm I'm expecting y'all to win that division, our division again. Um, what would you like to see out of the Bills for this upcoming season? Honestly, man, I know I think the consensus is Super Bowl or bust. I mean, uh, we are, we're finally what. So the first first thing I we wanted to see was, uh, you know, over the years the Bills have not gotten the respect on the national level, as far as, you know, playing primetime games. And we have become almost uh, the media darling of the NFL with the Bills Mafia and the Bills being good and that, you know, that heartbreaking loss that had the crazy TV ratings with him and Mahomes. So with us getting that first game, that opening game in LA with the Von Miller signing, and then also us getting some prime, some really good primetime games this season, that's the first thing I wanted to see. And then going forward, it's you know win the division, get a home get home field advantage and Super Bowl. That's that's the expectations here. Yeah, and y'all and not just us, but I know y'all got a uh, y'all got a tough ski uh, season ahead of y'all. I, man, this, the season is going to be crazy because y'all play against the the champions on yep. opening on opening night. Um, we don't know if Aaron Donald's going to play, but um. How how do you think? How would you how would you how would you like to see the uh, the outcome of that game in L.A.? Well, you know it's uh, it's it's L.A. They want to put on a show, right? We have a new offensive coordinator. Uh, he's a guy. They've been talking. We've had our OTAs these past couple of weeks. They've been talking about he's a guy who just constantly wants to be on the attack, and you know he has the the kitchen drawer is full, man. He has he has gadgets galore. So I'd I'd like to see you know, go out and, and put on a show early and kind of let the league know, for set the tone for the season that we're here. And it's going to be a tough – we're going to be a tough team to stop and we're going to play some great defense. Go right ahead, up. Okay. Um, I, said, I know it's early, you know, there's only been, you know, OTAs and stuff. But I would say um, just from a standpoint of, you know, signings and draft picks, whatever, I would say what, what do you feel in terms of, uh, on the offensive and defensive side has been your um, biggest upgrades in terms of position-wise? Um, it's, it's tough to say that this position is an upgrade. Uh, well, you know what, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two on the offensive side. So the offensive line was a big thing for us last year. Uh, if Josh Allen didn't have the, escape, the, the Russell Wilson type of escapability that he showed last year, we probably would have been up there with Burrow on the most sacked quarterback the first half of the season before those guys all got back uh, being healthy and playing together, you know? So the offensive line, we had the signing of Roger Saffold. Uh, we re-signed a couple key guys that were glue guys in our offensive line. So that was a big upgrade to kind of keep those guys together and have Josh not have to worry about that this season. And then I also say, it's tough to say that it's, like we got, we got an upgrade at tight end with the signing of OJ Howard. Um, we had Dawson Knox who was tied for most touchdowns for a tight end last season. So it's really, that's why it's tough to say we, we got an upgrade there, but to, to be able to throw him out and two tight end sets, if we want to, um, and just add another weapon on the field, that's another big upgrade. And then uh, defensively is the, the big guy, Von Miller, right? So uh, that, that was a huge signing for us. Uh, we, we lost Jerry Hughes, who was a big locker room guy, the old guy uh, who was kind of the teacher of the young guys. But they now have 
a Hall of Famer that's going to be able to teach them day in and day out the young unit that we have, and Ned Oliver, Greg Rousseau, or Boogie Basham. So that's a huge upgrade on the defensive line. Right, and I'm hearing that, and I'm hearing yeah. that uh, the offensive line um, from Mitch Morse, that's, uh It's basically the Bills are having fun, but also yep. uh, we just heard that earlier, um, your reserve linebacker Andre Smith suspended six games for uh, PEDs. Um, yeah. I don't know if he was just started or not, but um, but how you feel about that? So that's that's the position that still I'm the most afraid of. Uh, although we do run a lot of nickel sets where it's just mm-hmm. Milano and Edmonds on the field, we do need some depth at that position because Milano has had a history of injuries and Edmonds, uh, you know, he, he those guys can't play every single down, man. So that with, with, with now losing another body on that on that that depth chart that's that's a little scary i mean he's going to be out at least the first six games and we drafted a rookie who who can have some upsides but he's a little undersized and uh the other guys are more so special teamers uh so that that is a tough tough position that they're going to have to fill and we're going to have to run a lot more nickel sets uh with that with that going on Mm, good point good point on that one right ahead yeah, I was going to say, piggybacking on, on um, my, my previous question, as I was going to say, I was surprised that you um, that you didn't mention uh, the running back room, you know, especially the fact that you guys are uh, drafting Cook and also bringing on uh, Duke Johnson, which I, I definitely oh, I think forgot about him. Like I his his ex like his experience, you know, and just being a, a, a in terms of being a type of a. Uh, dual back who can catch out the backfield. I, I thought that was definitely a, a big pickup for you, you know, and yeah. a good mentor for, you know, the young guys you have on the squad. Yes. No. So, so that, yeah, so they're, they're definitely good pickups, uh, but you know, it didn't really matter who we had back there last year with, with cause Josh Allen was our leading rusher. So we got to, that that's more so of a, a Ken Dorsey has to show me, uh, you know what that he's going to give the running backs a little bit more uh carries which i'm hoping they do with the drafting of uh james cook and then the signing of duke johnson too so that that's definitely an upgrade to it's you know we, we, we did it you know but though the, the other two were definitely more more in my opinion at least the off the offensive line was obviously the most important if we want to protect our our 250 million dollar man which is a, a great great deal that we got out of that one yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a steal for y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Josh, Josh Allen, it's just Josh, man. Listen, I'm, I'm, we, I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those guys that was um a little iffy, iffy about Josh Allen because of his accuracy problems. But I remember when um Connor Rogers saw up to you, Connor. Um, we spoke with Connor. We said, uh, yeah, I'm bringing in Diggs was probably like the biggest thing to help him with his game. And he has been doing nothing but flourishing for y'all. So, you know, y'all not only do y'all got a quarterback for now, but y'all have a quarterback for years and years to come. So yeah, um, that's, that's very, very good for y'all. Um, Kyle, you got any, you got any other questions? Um, no, that was, that was it for me. <laughs> um yeah thank you so much for joining us matt um hopefully hopefully uh you and your uh overdue bill bills podcast have uh me and kyle come back for this upcoming season so we can oh absolutely uh, pregame um if you want you could give uh you could give the bills fans the nfl fans your, uh your twitter your twitter and facebook account go right ahead the floor is yours. yeah so so me i'm uh on twitter i'm under uh maddie 
uh, M-A-T-T-Y, uh, two underscores, ice, two, uh, two, three. Um, and then uh, our, our Twitter handle for the podcast is Overdue Bills PO1. Uh, that's Overdue Bills Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we do all of our, you'll catch the episodes uh, with these guys. Uh, we had the recaps last year. We'll definitely have them on again this year. So look forward to that. We'll be talking some Bills Jets twice a year, uh, you know, for, how, for however long to come. So appreciate you guys having me on, man. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely thank you be so talking much. to you guys soon. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And, um, I- yeah, I'm about to say, uh, I think that's it for our episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. And until next week, we do this every week. We almost at 200, Kyle, and I know that 200th episode is going to be very special. Um, so until next week, we out of here. We're taking flight.